Ezra chapter 2. Now these are the children of the province that went up out of the captivity of those that had been carried away, whom Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, had carried away unto Babylon, and that returned unto Jerusalem and Judah, every one unto his city. This chapter is going to tell us the names of the families that went back to Jerusalem. This chapter has 70 verses, 7-0, and I think that's kind of interesting because they had been held captive outside of Israel for 70 years. 2. Who came with Zerubbabel, Jeshua, Nehemiah, Sariah, Reliah, Mordecai, Bilshan, Mispar, Bikvi, Rehem, Banna, the number of the men of the people of Israel. Mordecai is going to be mentioned again in the book of Esther. It's interesting how in the Bible there are several books written by people or about people who were in captivity after the kings of Judah fell and God sent the Jews into captivity into the foreign nations, both Babylon and Persia. We have quite a few books of the Bible written during the captivity. Mordecai will show up in the book of Esther because he was Esther's uncle, and both he and Esther were living in captivity in Persia when that story happens. 3. The children of Parash, 2,170 and 2. 4. The children of Shephatiah, 370 and 2. 5. The children of Era, 770 and 5. 6. The children of Peath Moab, of the children of Jeshua and Joab, 2,812. It's now telling us what towns these families originally came from who are going back and how many from each town are going back. 7. The children of Elam, 1,250 and 4. 8. The children of Zatu, 940 and 5. 9. The children of Zakai, 703 score. A score is 20, so that's 760. 10. The children of Bani, 640 and 2. 11. The children of Bebai, 620 and 3. 12. The children of Asgad, 1,220 and 2. That's 1,222. 13. The children of Adonikim, 660 and 6. That's 666, which is an evil number in the Bible. But I don't think there's anything evil here. I think it's just a coincidence that that happens to be how many people went back to Jerusalem from that family. 14. The children of Bigvi, 2060 and 2. 15. The children of Adin, 450 and 4. 16. The children of Atter, of Hezekiah, 90 and 8. 17. The children of Bezai, 320 and 3. 18. The children of Jorah, 112. 19. The children of Hashem, 220 and 3. 20. The children of Gibar, 90 and 5. 21. The children of Bethlehem, 120 and 3. 22. The men of Netophah, 50 and 6. 23. The men of Anathoth, 120 and 8. These people from these towns are from the families that were listed in verse 2. 24. The children of Asmaveth, 40 and 2. 25. The children of Kirith Aram, Shafira and Biroth, 740 and 3. All of these people returning, their families that were listed in verse 2 used to live in the land of Judah, and they were priests and Levites from Judah who were serving in Judah when they were taken captive. All these towns that are being named are towns in Judah.
because that's where these families were originally from, and now they're going to go back. 26. The children of Rama and Geba, 620 and 1. 27. The men of Michmas, 120 and 2. 28. The men of Bethel and Ai, 220 and 3. 29. The children of Nebo, 50 and 2. 30. The children of Magbish, 150 and 6. 31. The children of the other Elam, 1,250 and 4, which means there were two towns named Elam. 32. The children of Haram, 320. 33. The children of Lod, Hadid, and Ono, 770 and 5. 775 people who originally came from those three towns are returning under Cyrus's proclamation. 34. The children of Jericho, 340 and 5. 35. The children of Sena, 3,630. 36. The priests, the children of Jediah, of the house of Jeshua, 973. Now it's naming people from a family, the family of Jediah. 37. The children of Immer, 1,050 and 2. 38. The children of Pasher, 1,240 and 7. 39. The children of Haram, 1,017. 40. The Levites, the children of Jeshua and Cadmiel, of the children of Hodaviah, 70 and 4. 31. The Singers, the children of Asaph, 120 and 8. There are names of Levite families that were not mentioned in verse 2. 42. The children of the porters, which means the Levites who watched the doors in the temple. The children of Shalem, the children of Atter, the children of Talman, the children of Akab, the children of Hatita, the children of Shobai, in all 139. And remember, everybody listed in this chapter is a Levite. 43. The Nethanim, the children of Ziha, the children of Hasufa, the children of Tabaoth. 44. The children of Keros, the children of Kaya, the children of Padon. These are also Levite families. And it makes sense that the Levites are the ones going back because they're the ones who are in charge of the temple. They have to oversee the building, the maintenance, everything. And they have to make sure that all of the ordinances are reestablished. 45. The children of Lebanon, the children of Hagabah, the children of Akab. 46. The children of Hagab, the children of Salmai, the children of Hanan. 47. The children of Gidel, the children of Gehar, the children of Riah. 48. The children of Rezin, the children of Nekoda, the children of Gazim. 49. The children of Uzzah, the children of Peseah, the children of Besai. 50. The children of Asna, the children of Meonim, the children of Nephusim. 51. The children of Bakbuk the children of Hakufa, the children of Harher. 52. The children of Basileth, the children of Mahida, the children of Harsha. 53. The children of Barkos, the children of Sisera, the children of Tema. 54. The children of Neziah, the children of Hatifa. 55. The children of Solomon's servants, the children of Sotai, the children of Hasophereth, the children of Peruda. All three of those families are from Solomon's servants. And I'm assuming these are Levite servants who he had. Maybe they helped him get to the temple because we had read earlier that Solomon did have servants who escorted him forth and back from the temple. So did the other kings, I'm sure. 56. The children of Jala, the children of Darkon, the children of Gidel. 
57, the children of Shephatiah, the children of Hatil, the children of Pochereth Hazabam, the children of Ami. 58, all the Nethanim and the children of Solomon's servants were 390 and 2. The Nethanim were temple assistants and they were also Levites. And altogether, these Levite servants are 392. 59, and these were they that went up from Tel Milah, Tel Harsha, Cherub, Adan, and Immer, but they could not tell their father's houses and their seed whither they were of Israel. Now it's going to name some children who claimed to be Israelites, but they hadn't kept good family records and they couldn't prove that they were Israelites. But because of their own family legend, they knew that they were Israelites, but they didn't have any proof. It's just mentioning that there's no proof of their lineage. 60. The children of Deliah, the children of Tobiah, the children of Nakoda, 650 and 2. 61. And of the children of the priests, the children of Habiah, the children of Hakaz, the children of Barzillai, who took a wife of the daughters of Barzillai the Gileadite, and was called after their name. That wife was from Gilead, which means that she was from the tribe of Manasseh. So these people are related to Manasseh. 62. These sought their register, that is the genealogy, but it was not found. Therefore were they deemed polluted and put from the priesthood. Even though everybody could be pretty sure that they're Israelites because they had the family legend saying that they were, and they had the names, because they had lost the family records and it couldn't be proven, they couldn't serve as Levites any longer because you have to follow God's law perfectly. And if you're not sure if you're a Levite, then you're not allowed in the temple. You have to know that you're a Levite. Evidently, they had lost family records because of the exile of 70 years when they didn't have temple priests acting where all these records could be kept and their own scribes and everything. That's probably why they lost the records. So it wasn't their fault, but they still had to follow God's law to the letter. So these people couldn't be considered for active service anymore. 63. And the Tirshatha said unto them that they should not eat of the most holy things till there stood up a priest with Urim and with Thummim. The Urim and the Thummim is the lighted stones on the priest's ephod. So they were saying, until we actually have a high priest wearing the ephod, we're not going to be able to let you guys eat the most holy things. Because when we have the priest with the ephod, God will be able to tell us if we can allow you to eat. But until we know if you're allowed to eat, we can't let you do it. They're waiting for God's direction, which is really good. The Urim and the Thummim were two precious stones that were hidden in pockets behind the priest's breastplate of his ephod. And one of them would light up for yes, and the other one would light up for no. So that when they asked God a question, if the ermine lighted up, which was probably on the right breast, that meant God was saying yes. And if the thummim lighted up probably on the left breast, that meant that God was saying no. Which means when they finally get a high priest installed, they can ask God, are these people allowed to eat with us and eat the holy things? And then God will tell them. 64. The whole congregation together was 40 in 2,303 score. That's 42,360. 
65, beside their men servants and their maid servants, of whom there were 7,330 and 7, and they had 200 singing men and singing women, which is really great because you have to have singers if you're going to rebuild the temple. They have to worship God the whole time. And they had brought their households, which means their servants. 66, their horses were 760 and 6, their mules 240 and 5, 67, their camels, 430 and 5, their asses, or donkeys, 6,720. Why do they list the animals? It just adds more proof that this is not fiction and not made up, because they even counted the animals. If this were a fairy tale, they wouldn't bother telling you how many animals came. It also shows you how much God had blessed them with this many animals to go back. 68. And some of the heads of fathers' houses, when they came to the house of the Lord, which is in Jerusalem, offered willingly for the house of God to set it up in its place. Which means that some of the chiefs of these families also donated money to help build the temple. 69. They gave after their ability into the treasury of the work threescore and one thousand derricks of gold, and five thousand pounds of silver, and one hundred priests' tunics. A priest's tunic is the white linen precious garment. It's super fine linen. And so they actually had these tunics made in anticipation of the temple being made. This is a very beautiful and precious gift that these chiefs gave. 70. So the priests and the Levites and some of the people and the singers and the porters, which is the door monitors, and the Nethanim, which is temple assistants, dwell in their cities and all Israel in their cities. These are the people that went to go back to Israel. And that concludes Ezra chapter 2.